I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewers from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Zeinard. Today on the podcast, we're talking about embroidery by machine or by hand. Then we'll each share some sew and spell. But before we jump in, how is everybody doing? Doing okay. Mm-hmm. Doing good. Got back from a fun week in New York, a little oh, baby. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I loved your like, pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it was really fun. I still, I still, uh, yeah, I want to make like a little video about my trip. It was really fun. It was so great that Julian can come, could come with me and we drove down. It was like an eight hour drive, but it was fun, like little road trip. And it was so nice to be in New York and like not have to even think about, should I buy an extra, y-? like put it in the car? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a lot of fabric? I didn't actually get a ton of fabric. I did. I I went to Mood, but I didn't get anything there. Um, and but I got uh, everything at Spandex House, which was my favorite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember you talking yes, about that. I got this. Oh my gosh, I got. Do I have? Where is it? But it's this like spandex with little lime green mushrooms all over it. I know, Amanda, what? you like so super oh, yes. into mushrooms. And it's this, it's like a mauvey, like burgundy purple background with like mushrooms. Oh my gosh. I think I want to make like a bathing suit with it. And like, mm-hmm. I got like three yards of it because like, you know, because I could, because I could have all the space I wanted. And <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. That sounds adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got a bunch of power meshes because um, I'm going to make some, like, bralettes and underwear because um, my underwear needs are just changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> like, a year ago, I'm like, I only wear thongs, and now I'm like, I had to mid-trip go to target to get more i was like i can't i can't yeah even the underwear that i packed it's like i just like popped or something (laughs) so so now i'm in like full under like it's uh yeah so but i feel like it's gonna be hard to go back now (laughs) like yeah yeah so but it was really fun and the launch event that i went to was so fun so we can finally talk about it now but it's this like Mm -hmm. ditto sewing projector it's a um with singer sewing and joanne fabric so i actually got invited to be the panel moderator for their influencer panel at the launch event so 
I talked with um, Tabitha Sower, so Anastasia and Handmade by Carly about kind of, they had been working with the projector for, for a while now. So we talked about that and their sewing journeys. We were kind of like, the room was like filled with kind of press people, like mm-hmm. not sewing people. So we were kind of telling them about the yeah. sewing, like what the sewing community is about. It was so fun. And I got to meet just like a bunch of amazing people. I got to meet that. So Monica, she was doing a live and just so like, yeah. And I, I met a listener to the pod, which is amazing too. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Turned around and be like, is that, is that you, Meg Healy? I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm listening to the podcast. Like, <laughs> that is, oh, like, but so, she recognized your voice. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, um yeah, your is the video of your of your panel up on is on YouTube? Not yet. It will Not be yet? though. Okay. Uh, hopefully soon. It will be soon. Um, I want to I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, it was a really great really great talk um for sure. Um yeah, and it was just so fun to like dress up and Julian came to the event too. He was talking with people and it was <laughs> It was a really great time, like a really good week. And yeah, but it was, it's good to be, good to be back. It was not the same. Like when I lived there, you know, I would walk everywhere, but I got like, you know, three or four blocks. We took a lot more Ubers this time. I'm like, (laughs) you know, you just can't, I just couldn't walk as far. And (laughs) even mid event, I had to like go back to the hotel to change my shoes and like get a slice of pizza. An emergency slice. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. But it was super fun. That, that sounds amazing. I feel like you'll have so many good memories from that. Um, and I also think that that's like the last fun eight-hour car ride you'll have for a while. <laughs> so I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. It happens fast. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kate? What have you been up yeah. to? Oh, um, I've been making a lot of soap, honestly. It's kind of where <laughs> I've been Yay. I've been focusing, getting ready for the spring markets if I can get into any mm-hmm. of them. Um so right now my room smells like a fragrance called white tea and ginger, which is very oh, uh spa. That sounds good. Oh, um, that sounds amazing it is so good i think we might have to start doing a kate's kate's smell check-in on every episode mm-hmm. yeah just to see what i'm smelling today um, but yeah it's it's so good it's really pretty i'm very pleased with it and hope it'll be a good seller so just yeah the sound of it like i can smell it just mm. oh it's 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 so good i just i mm-hmm. love it i'm gonna call it Probably spa day yeah, mm-hmm. probably because being pregnant, I like ginger is one of like there's a few teas that you can drink, and ginger is one of them. And I love ginger, and ginger ale is like my favorite, and ginger mm-hmm. being a nausea. Con- and so, yeah, I'm like all about ginger <laughs> right now. So, that yes. sounds mm-hmm. like a soap that I could even tolerate now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's I love so that. good, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we uh, shall we get started with our official stuff? Let's do. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm on So What's New. It's been. <laughs> um, oh, wow. We have a lot. Oh, I'm excited. Got some good ones. We yes, we do. goodies for you. Um, looks like you each have a couple, except for me. I have one. But uh, Kate, why don't you kick us off with what, what you've been seeing? All right. Well, I got a couple of emails from some various uh, places whose lists I'm on, and I uh, love them. So first of all, we have the Ira, that's E-I-R-A, tote from Bagstock Designs. Um, I have this one, one of their (gasps) bags that I just love. And then this one showed up and I'm like, this is so great. It's got, I'm trying to think of how to to actually describe it. It's got a, a cork or a pleather something panel, but instead of being even like it usually is, it's just on one side and then it's got the fabric panel. And it's got um, the uh, straps are backed with the same fab. They're made with fabric and then backed with the same vinyl. Uh, it's got a vinyl strip on the outside pocket zipper. It's it's asymmetrical, 
slightly. So it kind of fits into that trend we were talking about. Um, yeah. I mean, that was the clothing trend, but still. Um, but I just think it's, I think it's so unique and it's so cute. Um, and I just, I love it. So um, the Ira Tote from Bagstock Designs. And then. Yeah, that's uh, really cool. Yeah, it's really neat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have from Sally Tomato, um, who, by the way, is the sweetest um, person in the world, um, just mm-hmm. so everybody knows. Uh, she oh. released uh, the Louise. Um, it's it's a crossbody so clutch, so it's clutchable oh. or crossbody wearable. It's a it's a cute little long pouch with fringe detail. It's kind of twenties inspired. Um, mm-hmm. super oh, yeah. cute. Totally. Uses uses some hardware. It's got a little clasped top. Um, but yeah, it's just I I love the twenties. I love that whole look, and I love fringe. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, this is the cutest little bag that I would probably never use, but still, I might have <laughs> to make one. Well, it looks like perfect for like that phone. You see those purses yes. that just like perfectly fit a phone this is just that but it has like that vintage nod to it this is adorable isn't it cute cute. oh i feel like it it could almost go like a little western too oh yeah because of the friends you know and i'm i'm kind of feeling that like i've been (laughs) thinking about i need to do some maintenance on my um cowboy boots but like i'm thinking about breaking those out again like i feel like i don't know i'm seeing some like western style trends yeah I think it could be I think it could be really easy you know add some add some studs pick your fabric right Mm -hmm. do the the thick fringe and yeah I think it could easily Mm -hmm. be western I love it yeah or I know we're talking about it like this is a perfect pattern for this episode embroidery like what a perfect showcase for embroidery design this bag would be yes um yeah oh so cute so yeah, that's what I found for y'all this this week. Well, two weeks ago I found them, but <laughs> um, well, I was on Instagram, and rarely I f- I f- I find a pattern that I really like from someone I follow. It's usually from the design, the pattern designer release itself. I usually rarely see mm-hmm. a make of it, and then it, then like reverse research and be like oh my gosh, I hope they made this and it's not a store, but and where can I get this pattern? But it's the the a Fiber Mood, the Harper Top. And it just is Ooh. so striking. I first saw this uh, Mayal Makings. It's at Mayal Makings uh, on Instagram. And they made this like striped version. And uh, like, it's it was just so striking. And then I looked to see that it was a fiber mood pattern. I went to the pattern and I I just like loved this top. It, how it gathers. It's just this like long rectangle panel. And if you use like stiffer fabric, it'll stand up. And I just really loved it. That yeah, really I love it too. Cool. Oh, it's like kind of structural. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like it's, but it also looks really, it's like unique, but wearable. I love it. I think it's really, I I saw that one, um, and it definitely caught my eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is so striking. I know. Like. You could have all kinds of fun, too, with, like, different color fabrics. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. You could could do a lot with it. And it looks like you can use it for a knit or a woven. Like, um, when you're looking on, even on the Fiber Mood website, you can see kind of people making it. And I, I believe some look like knits. I could be wrong though, but I'm sure you could make it in I a knit. I can't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I just, like you always, you think like, how many things can you do with the top? And I saw this, I'm like, exactly. it's so simple, but so exactly. chic. It's so chic. Like, yeah, different. A crisp white, like cotton. Mm-hmm. Like how cute would that be as like, a white blouse too mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. so i i just fell in love with this top so that's kind of my <laughs> my standout pattern for this week that i found yes nice. thank you nice. for introducing us to that i'm excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i had two on my list the first was the ramona noon dress by spaghetti western sewing and um, this dress has been out for a little bit because I think it was released as part of a, a mag, it was a magazine pattern. And then, um, the designer 
released it as a standalone. There's a top version um, as well as multiple dress and sleeve options, but it's all about this amazing yoke. It's kind of like, I don't know if it's Western or if it's like just kind of it's West. vintage I, or yeah. vintage looking. It's kind of, you know, there's a, there's a fine line there, but I've seen a lot of versions um, in all different kinds of fabric and in every single time it's just so friggin' cute. I love it. Interesting. Yeah, it's got this <laughs> this big gathered yoke into a high collar. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. There's almost something kind of like maybe a little Victorian. I was just thinking it. there's something also historical yeah. about yes. this that's ringing a bell for me. Yeah, Victorian. Totally. It's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. cute. I love it. I love it. Definitely. Um, and the last... The last one for me was the BFF bag pattern, and this is by Lonnie at Having So Much Fun. And I don't know, this might be her first pattern. I might be wrong about that, but this is um, a new fanny pack pattern, and mm-hmm. there there are a good number of fanny pack patterns out there, but this one is different, and it has a lot of like nice high-end features, including mm-hmm. this outer mm-hmm. button pocket that I think she added for it's like where you're a perfect spot for your phone. Like it's not totally put away, but it's secure, but you can get to it quickly. Um, and there's just a lot of like nice high end details that make it interesting and unique. So that one was on my list as well. Also Lonnie is a pretty great person. So I'd love to support her and, and her bag making and her pattern making ventures. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cute. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it cute? Yeah, I like all the stuff like go like going on on the inside too. Exactly. It's exactly. like just the bound edges give it a nice like mm-hmm. high-end touch mm-hmm. and it's really cute. And it's got yeah. that yeah. that nice boxy shape that's kind of not traditional fanny packy sort of. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh. Yeah. So cute. The names of like blogs and new sewing pattern companies that I hear were just like cease to like just amaze me. Like spaghetti western patterns. I <laughs> just like how oh, are... she is she's one of my favorites. I can't remember her first name. I feel terrible. But she's an amazing designer and uh sewist and is just always putting great fabrics together um in fun and like fresh ways. Um but she's been on my radar for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. I love her style. Oh, yeah. And then we also obviously love a having so much fun pun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> anything with fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're pun yeah. fans over here. Yeah. Three bag patterns. And yeah. I know. That was weird. Yeah. Maybe the and universe awesome. is telling me something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I need another bag pattern on the list because um, we just had our like first um, like pre admit admit a like hospital appointment and they like gave us the list they're like you should really pack your hospital bag and i was like i need a bag <laughs> yeah, you do. and i need a little bag because baby needs a bag and i need yep. a bag i know like last week i i have the grand like like that that's gonna be mine and i think i'm gonna make a little one too i just haven't sewn it yet but um anyways bags. better get on it i know oh. <laughs> oh i know i know um Wow. Great yeah. patterns. Definitely mm-hmm. great patterns. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, so let's take a quick break and then we'll come back for our main segment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. So embroidery is a great way to add personal flair to your projects, whether garments, bags, or home decor. It can also be meditative and a great way to slow down your sewing practice when it's done by hand. So let's do a deep dive into embroidery and what it can add to your sewing. Let's start with, uh, do you embroider? And if so, by hand or machine and how much? Meg, why don't you start us off? Yes, I definitely, definitely embroider. Ever since I got my first embroidery machine, I... I couldn't stop. And um, also being the editor of Creative Machine Embroidery Magazine now. Oh, yes. <laughs> I definitely, <laughs> that helps me embroider. And I do, I really only do machine embroidery. I do, I don't, I don't know if cross stitch can't, like it, I don't know, but I don't I count do any. Stitch. You do? I you do. Don't? I you do. do. Yeah. Okay. So I do cross stitch once a year. Yeah. <laughs> one cross per but, year. Yeah. One, yeah. One thing per year. Um, but definitely all by machine. And I do like a project at least every month, like a full on embroidery project, at least once a month. So pretty nice. often. Yeah. Pretty often that machine's going. Cause one of my favorite things about machine embroidery is you can do two things at once. You can set mm-hmm. it and then you can do something else while the machine, like, does a thing. Yeah. That's my favorite part. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Amanda? You know, I I did a lot of machine embroidery when I was working for the magazine as well, mm-hmm. making projects and whatnot. But I don't have one at home, so I haven't been doing it as much. Um, I used to do a lot of embroidery, actually. I think when I was doing more kind of crafty projects and more like wall hangings and mini quilts. I did a, a lot more um, embroidery because what I, what I'd like to do is um, build the mini quilt and then go in and add some like hand stitching to kind mm-hmm. of just like build in that additional layer. Mm. Um, I also, I've done some projects uh, like with my daughter because I do feel like hand embroidery is a nice thing to do with kids um but I I don't know I haven't I haven't done it as much recently but I I do kind of miss it because I I love that it is um more portable and you know Mm -hmm. I I imagine as my life gets more complicated and kids get older and have Mm -hmm. more events that might be a nice thing to to have with me while I'm waiting you know for them to get done waiting in the car line for school pickup um, I could really be doing productive things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I count uh, cross-stitch as embroidery. I mean, it's thread in and out of a... Yeah. In and out of fabric, <laughs> and it's decorative. And I, I love to cross-stitch. I've been doing it for quite a while, and um, it's one of my favorite things to do when I sit and watch TV. I just like to sit there and and cross stitch. And it's amazing how, you know, you can look back on what you did and be like, oh, wow, I did a lot today. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you're not really paying attention. You're more paying attention to what you're watching. Um, I have occasionally done a little bit of non-cross stitch hand embroidery. Um, I don't do it as much because um, whenever I start doing it, I usually just do some little practice thing and then I get frustrated very quickly because I'm not instinctively great at it. And at this point, I'm so cross stitch is so second nature to me that I get annoyed when mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not perfect. Um, and and so I and so I kind of haven't done extensive amount of non cross stitch hand embroidery. I do have a cute little um 
pincushion kit that I got that I finished the embroidery for and I just need to, you know, sew it together and stuff it. And that's been waiting on me for all of, you know, five years at this point. So we'll see if I can, uh, if I can pull that off at some point. Um, yeah. And then of course, machine embroidery. Um, I, uh, also worked on creative machine embroidery. So yes, I also <laughs> machine embroider and I do have my own machine here at home, um, that I inherited from the, uh, from the company. I, I bought it from the company that owned it, that lent it to our company. And so I got a really good price on it. So I've got a nice high-end machine here, um, that I embroider on usually when I'm doing projects for the magazine, actually, I don't do uh-huh. as much embroidery as I'd like to do. Um, I have done, I like, I did a project for my brother-in-law the other, the other month back in December, I embroidered, uh, shirts for his vacation he was taking with the other side of the family. Um, so they all had a cute little thing on the, on the breast pocket, but, um, it wasn't the pocket. It was just on the, on the breast area. I don't know why I said that. Um, so yeah, I do quite, quite a bit of embroidery. Um, and now I suddenly want to do more, uh, shocking. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, you're really good at it. Like you can, you do really good machine embroidery, like knowing, um, yeah, no, you're, I agree. Yeah. Your, your projects are always like, so, so well made. Perfect. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. so perfect. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think there any of them are perfect. Um, <laughs> so how long have you guys been embroidering? When did you learn? Uh, yeah, Amanda and I are like both thinking, like, what well, year is it even now? I'm I, just, yeah, I, yeah, I shouldn't I, have written that question because nobody knows what year it is. No, you know, I don't think I had done any machine embroidery when I started with the magazine. Um, but really, back in like 2015, 2016, I kind of did my my first projects uh, on a machine. Um, so I think that was probably. Like maybe that's like only the there is a nice like timeline to that because it coincided with me uh, starting with the magazine. But I was thinking about hand embroidery and um, I think that a real influence for me was I when I was working on, on craft books before I worked in the magazines, I did a lot of work with an artist uh, named Amy Ray, and she has all of the doodle stitching books. Oh. They're really popular. Um, I can't remember when her first one came out, but she was. they were so well-received because they were always, like, beautiful and cute but still approachable. Like, they weren't too intricate, so you could actually pick up the book, use the um, templates, and create something that looked like it did in the book. Um and I think that that actually kind of spurred my interest early on. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have one of uh, um, those doodle like embroidery books. I haven't like yeah. looked into it, but I'll, I'm probably going to get back into like that sort of thing on, you know, on mat leave, like being no- not just like completely isolated in my sewing studio I'm probably gonna have to bring some crafts yeah (laughs) out yeah (laughs) so she'll be sitting a lot it'll be perfect yes yes I know um yeah I think I started embroidering around the same time I don't like think I did any hand embroidery um before that like I don't even think I have ever done something like hand embroidered like even I can't even think of anything unless it's like mending a whole but like nothing art like you know, intentional, like decorative. Mm -hmm. That's the word I'm looking for. But it was around 2015. I know, I remember we were, and I was more like dedicated to the Berta style brand. And on that website, we did this like runway to reality lookbook with brother. And they sent me an embroidery machine to use for that, um, uh, kind of that book. And it was my first one. And it was just like, I just tried it and it was just so much fun to then play like, I, I, it was, mm-hmm. it was like true magic. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like it, it, it and it just kind of started from there. So around 2015, I yeah. think I started yep. machine embroidering for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, machine embroidery for me was also around 2016 when I yeah. started at Creative Machine Embroidery and got my, you know, quick quick lesson on how to do it. Um, and I was so fascinated. And I was also assigned to work on the uh, basics column for that. Um, mm. For that, and mm. what I actually did most of the time was go back and pull out older, um, older articles and kind of revamp them. And mm. so I spent a lot of time learning all of these little details and tips and tricks and all of the beginner stuff for. Um, for the embroidery. And then I, you know, put that into practice and um, kind of have gained a reputation for being a pretty good embroiderer. Um, At least you guys believe it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But but for cross-stitch, I actually, I remember this very distinctly. I started when I was 10. Um, My dad had surgery and I can remember taking my cross, my, you know, brand new cross-stitch project in to um to his uh, to his hospital room while he was recovering and sitting there cross stitching um so i've been doing that for many many years and might be some of the reason i don't object to any sort of hand sewing because mm-hmm. when oh, you've been doing yeah. something like that for so long you know at i mean i had to learn how to do the more precise sewing with the with the stitches without the guides of the little holes in the fabric, but you know, my hand-eye coordination for needle and thread are pretty up there. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you can like look back and then think of like, Oh yeah. I, might, I wonder what, like, that's how that, you know, my for hand sewing or something just kind of more clicked or something. Yeah. It's so cool when like, yeah, it like just occurred kind of to me right now. Together. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. So uh, what's your favorite embroidery method or technique or any of that sort of uh, sort of thing? There are really cool things you can do with machine embroidery. Um, and I'd like mm-hmm. to know what you guys love to do. Well, I, I really do love machine embroidery. I think that there's a part of me that feels like it's too easy. You know, like yes. it's like kind of cheating. And, yes. and I feel like that is inspiring as well as like just, you know, just part of it. Um, I also think like right now where I'm at with my like thinking about embroidery on garments, I feel like there was a period like a decade ago when I was really into like embroidered clothing and like mm-hmm. kind of like folky floral and now I feel like I've swung in the opposite where I'm just like like things very plain yes (laughs) which is not very surprising at all um I do feel like with machine embroidery like I got okay I was I was decent at it and I did a pretty good range of fabrics from faux suede to uh really stretchy French cherry, mm-hmm. um, wool. I mean, I did a lot of different substrates, but I always felt like um, there's just something so machine and computery about it <laughs> that like sometimes, you know how sometimes like the buttonhole gods are not with you yes, or, yep. or the serger god mm-hmm. is just not with you and you have to walk away. I feel like sometimes that happened for me with machine embroidery, yep. like, like just kept breaking thread or I stepped away and came back and it had Mm -hmm. broken the thread and kept going and I had to go like I and had to do a lot of troubleshooting and so I think that um I feel like it's like kind of the luck of the draw with me and projects and I never kind of got to a point where it gelled um or maybe I was just like making things for the magazine like two last minute and I yeah. had to power through and make the thing because the photo shoot was tomorrow, which probably didn't help my stress level. But no. I do feel like, um, too, probably like at a certain level, certain machines are, are finicky, more finicky than others. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I don't know. I can't remember what the question was, though. <laughs> it, it was your favorite embroidery <laughs> method or technique. That was, that was my, uh, whole spiel so but I do love it um <coughs> I do also I I love hand embroidery probably maybe more I, li- I think I like by hand more yeah. um because 
and I like it. I like its imperfection mm. and the fact that it is like very handmade and like you can see your your hands in it and your perspective and I don't know. I kind of just like that. I like that approach. Mm? Mm-hmm. I love watching hand embroidery like videos. They can be very yes. like soothing to watch. And every time I watch them, I go, "Oh, that's not that hard. I can, I could do that." But then it's, I don't know. I just never do it. I maybe I'll pick it up, but um, yeah, no, I love machine embroidery. But I totally know what you mean. Like there are just sometimes it's just like mercury's in retrograde and your machine yes. is like <laughs> not gonna do it for not you not having it that day no. like, and it's usually for me as well like I need to get this in the mail tomorrow to make it in time <laughs> for the photo shoot and it's like threads are breaking and yeah no I totally know what you mean um <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just don't know why they haven't invented an embroidery machine that can hold like a full spool of thread in the bob. Like it's just like a bo- yeah. bobbin. Like some of yes. these designs, which I love, like they can turn up so beautifully. Can you, They're like, they take six hours. You look and you're like, wait, what? That's a six hour stitch. Out. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I need to like probably change the bobbin. Like what? Like. I don't a know. A bunch of times. 12 times. Maybe yeah. probably more. <laughs> so, um, but I guess that always keeps me like lurking by because I can't like, to- like sometimes I've, you know, been, been away from it and then you hear it stop. You're like, uh oh, and then you mm-hmm. go check on it. But, um, but what I've been really into lately is like really all the tech that like machine, mm-hmm. like it's, it's even evolved so much. Like, like literally just before this today I'm working on filming a new season of style revive about like kind of nursery stuff and baby stuff and I just want to do I was wanted to try some like unique like embroidered art so I turned my, one of my ultrasounds into an embroidery design Aww. oh my god that's gosh. amazing yeah that is so, so cute cool. yeah I took a photo of my ultrasound and then I like went into the digital software and then I kind of um, made it like I took away the background. So on the black fabric was the background and stuff. And it like, I don't know. I was like, this is so cool that I'm going to like frame it. So I don't know. Or maybe stitch it into like keepsake baby quilt. But I was like, that it's like it, it's magic what you can create with it. Yes. Um, and there's just like some really cool tech stuff that you can do. But also yeah um in the I've also like my mind got open to um through like working the I would always like just flat embroider stuff but through working more with the magazine like the in the hoop designs and projects are so cool Mm -hmm. because you don't have to embroider something and then sew something it's like you have this like product that's like professional like you could see in a store and it's so cool like I've been really getting into in the hoop stuff and I think it's just so fascinating yeah (laughs) I I agree in the hoop stuff is fascinating which probably does not surprise you because I design a bunch of the stuff that goes in the magazine go to in the hoop (laughs) yes I am (laughs) um but it it is it is it's I find myself, this is the weirdest thing I'm about to tell you. Um, I find myself when I have a, when I have a project that I have to do for you guys, I'll be like on the massage table getting massaged and I'll be sitting there using, using my, my resting brain to work out the steps and how the whole thing's going to go together because that's, that's the thing about it. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle on how yep. to make something how to construct something flat like that with flat stitching and have it come out and be something useful. And I've been Mm -hmm. figuring that out since I first started seeing in the hoop designs, you know, how does this work? How does this happen? And, um, and so, you know, the designing, whatever design is part of it is, is fine. It's fun. I don't mind doing, I like doing that, but figure the puzzle for me is how it goes together. Um, and so I, uh, and then having to come up with my own, that's even, you know, more fascinating. And like I said, it's, it's kind of a shower massage, um, sitting there just 
letting the brain percolate over things for mm-hmm. me. Um, I also, I really enjoy uh, freestanding lace. Um, oh, I know. It's so, it's so fascinating cool. to me how <laughs> it works and um, how it works, how it goes together, um, the things that people can do with it. It's just, it's amazing. It's so cool. I do I do some pretty simple freestanding lace stuff, but seeing what some people are capable of doing with that technique, uh, just amazing. And uh, yeah, love it. Definitely. Like you can create like a notion and a fat, like through, like with your like the threads it's so cool yeah yeah the Mm -hmm. fact that that it you can take it you can take a piece of uh, sort of fabric stabilizer and yeah embroider something on it and then you can make the stabilizer go away and the embroidery stays and it's it's you know just thread but it's sticking together it's so cool to me um i love that so that's kind of my one of my favorite techniques to do and I like to make, you know, masks and cat ears and things. I like urban threads. Oh, yeah. They have cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, favorite thing that you've ever embroidered? Everybody's thinking. Mm. I have two. One was for hand embroidery. And someone actually made me one of of these and then I made one for someone else to like taking a very simple picture of a pet and creating like yeah. a line art around yeah. it mm-hmm. and then just doing like really simple hand embroidery I know you can do the same thing with machine embroidery as well but like so sweet um I did one for our co-worker Jill of her cat and like I just I loved it I loved it um and I think for machine embroidery like I I definitely made some more complicated things than this project but one of my favorites and one of the things that I do really like to do with machine embroidery is um is revamp like ready to wear items yes and and for for the magazine one time I put the it was the mystic vibes collection um and it was a large scale like I uh, shape on the back of a jean jacket I had and I think I partially love it because my daughter has that jacket now and she wears it all the time and I remember that jacket it was yeah I remember that project in the magazine it was so cute yeah, yeah. it was so simple but you know you know here's the thing too I think I like doing machine embroidery on ready to wear because there's something about making something from scratch and like and then embroidering on it and like potentially messing it up by either like having something go wrong or choosing like the not right color combination for your embroidery because it is it can be hard to like visualize how things are all going to go together I think that is that's a um a problem area for me too but ready to wear I feel like much less invested so if it goes great yay if not it's okay um but at any rate I do love that jacket Uh it's a great jacket yeah. Um, I'm trying to think my favorite thing I've embroidered. Do you want me to go <sighs> so you have time to think about it? Yeah, why don't you go? I'm okay. well I think. <laughs> I have I have to say I I think the my favorite thing that I've done is the leaf overalls that I did. I for... was think, I was thinking that for you. I was like, that's yeah. my favorite thing you've embroidered. <laughs> that was for was that for the fall issue? Yeah, it was for fall, was it twenty twenty two? Just just yeah. now yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it was fall 2022 and it was uh they were uh kind of this orangish like dusty orange pumpkin-y kind of linen um overalls and they had these leaves going down the seam of one leg um these like great decorative le- uh, leaves that I got from I can't remember it was even either urban threads or um embroidery online and um, then there was a matching it was a set so there was a matching sunflower that I put on one of the pockets on the uh, opposite side of where the leaves were and I just thought they were so cute Um, I love them the color combination came out really good 
They look mm-hmm. fantastic, and I cannot wear them because they are not in my size. They were in the size for the model who needed to wear them. And my niece refuses to wear orange, so I can't give them to her. Oh, oh no. And so <laughs> I, uh, so I, I, they're here. They're in my sewing room with me, and I don't know what to do with them because I love them, but I can't wear them. So that's that's my mystery is if I'm going to finally part with them and, and let them go to the thrift shop to somebody who might love them or if I'm going to hoard them forever because they're so beautiful. You should like post them on like Instagram and like sell them or something. Totally. Yeah. Do like a story. Yeah, do like a story and then like measure them like the hip or whatever. And so because someone might want because they are they are a- totally so cute. they're amazing. They're so cute. That is a good idea. I may do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just reminded me because I have a, I was, when I was going through my closet and stuff, I'm, I'm going to like hold like an Instagram, like yard sale, um, raise diaper money. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I have just like a lot of stuff. It's just not my style anymore. It doesn't fit me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to go to a thrift shop. I was like, I'm sure like someone would, you know, want, um, you know, these pieces and a lot of them have been in the magazine and, you know, worn mm-hmm. or, um, by me a lot. And just, I don't know, it's, they're just really special. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. What's your, yeah. So that's a favorite thing you have. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, I think still I did love, I haven't done anything with it though. I think I still need to frame it, but it was, I took, a picture from my wedding and I made that an embroidery design yes. like it's just so cool I need to f- just frame it because there's nothing I can mm-hmm. sew in into it because it's right. so densely stitched so I oh, just yeah. need to frame it but yeah but I'm trying to think at least there was something I made in an up it's coming up in CME um summer and it's like a kid's hooded towel and it was like kind of the first thing that I made for like my future son and it's just like really cute it's like a kid's little cute. hooded beach towel and it has like an embroidered little fishy on it it's just like really cute um so anyways so that was really cute you know i think that machine embroidery projects for kids yeah. is actually like i think that's pretty darn fun because you can like personalize things or like have little inside jokes like I really need to get an embroidery machine and like a pizza slice design for my youngest kid and like you know like I I there's still time for that they might still wear some like mama maids who knows Mm -hmm. but I feel like for kids yeah it's actually like I can yeah. see the appeal. Because yeah, the machines sure. come preloaded with so many children's designs. And they're yes. so cute. Like, totally. And you can find, like, the cutest designs for children on Mm-mm. on there um, as well. That was like, oh, yeah, one of my projects, I forgot I made it. It was for one of Julian's, um, at his last job, one of his coworkers, I think it was their sister, uh, was a pediatrician. And I embroidered all these fun kids' characters on their like doctor's jacket so the kids would have something like fun to look at you know when the doctor comes Cute. into the room it's not just like a stark mm-hmm. you know like a white coat there's like oh, and I so I embroidered all these fun characters with balloons on it so I remember that was a really special project um it just reminded me that's of that. cute yeah. yeah that's awesome it's like I always think it's like a it's like a color printer I always think of yes my, mm-hmm. yeah but then when I started embroidering it it's not always just, I look at the embroidery design, I'm, oh, I love those colors, but that doesn't matter. You have to have the matching thread. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, let me tell you, exactly. yeah. uh, sometimes I've also done some digitizing for the magazine and uh, the vintage Christmas ornaments. Um, I spent so much money on thread, thread. trying to match <laughs> the colors that the artist had come up mm-hmm. with for that. Oh. That was tough. That oh. was really tough. Um, and so now I've got a large collection of great colors, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a day, me and the, uh, me at the, uh, not the fabric store that, uh, I went to this, uh, one of a, I'm sorry, uh, it's a sewing machine store and they have mm-hmm. large collections of thread. And so I spent nice. my time, my, of embroidery threads. Uh, so I spent a bunch of time there picking out the closest colors I could find. <laughs> well, um let's 
move on to tips and tricks. Um, is there anything that you have learned about uh, machine embroidery or hand embroidery for that matter that you would like to share with the world? Um, anything that just is some great thing for people to know if they're going to be doing it? Hmm. Well, I can start. I don't <laughs> Yeah, no, okay. the experts. And if you have and if you yeah. have any questions for me, you guys just just jump in. Um, yeah. So first of all, if you are resizing a design, do not resize it past like ten percent smaller because I have done that, and it makes the stitches too small, and then they stitch too close together, they get too tight, and then your thread breaks a billion times, and it's terrible and not fun, and it does not come out looking well. Um, let's see. What else do I have? There was something else in my head a second ago and now I've lost it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're having a lot of trouble, um, with like thread nesting, check your, um, check your bobbin, make sure it's, uh, wound correctly and threaded correctly. Um, you can also change your needle because that can cause like some burns oh, yeah. and, and, uh, can cause your thread to break. If you're going to use uh, metallic thread, uh, run it through a, a piece of styrofoam popcorn um, just to put it on a regular needle. Run it through the popcorn. Put the popcorn right near wherever your um, spool is. And if you can do your spool vertical, if your machine lets you, do that. Because one of the reasons that, mm. that metallic threads break as often as they do is because they're technically made of plastic and if they twist too much you get a lot of tension and they snap oh. so if you run it if you run it vertical you get less twisting and if you run it through the um run it through the styrofoam just wedge it up against where the thread goes into the machine the first time um, that can also help untwist it um, as it goes through the machine and you don't get as much breakage i swear it works it sounds so weird um, wait, did you say like popcorn, like a, a kernel of popcorn? Packing, packing popcorn, packing peanut. Oh my God. Little piece of styrofoam or just a little piece of styrofoam. I think you need a snack, Meg. <gasps> oh, I'm sitting here being like, oh, like you can just like threat, threat I mean, I said like put through it through the popcorn. popcorn. I mean, like I, you could, you, you could, there's a reason that they're called the same thing. Um, I would recommend it not be buttered. Um, yeah, <laughs> I am just sitting here visualizing like a popcorn, like threaded through like a, what do you put on your Christmas tree? Like the threaded popcorn? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, well, it mm -hmm. is. It's very much like that. It's just that you want to yeah. do it with a thing that's not edible, ideally. But, um, yeah, uh, let's see. You know, I, I tried to, to embroider with metallic thread so oh. many times. I don't think I ever did it successfully. It oh. is it is tough. It is very tricky. There's a whole bunch of tips for that. Uh, slow down your machine mm -hmm. and stitch real oh, slow yeah. because yeah. the faster the needle's going, the faster, mm -hmm. the more friction it creates and that weakens the plastic. Um, sometimes you can actually combat that by putting the thread in the freezer for like 15 minutes before you start embroidering it. Get the thread actually oh, cool. Interesting. Um, that's, that's one of those random little tips. Um, mm -hmm. I never use uh, metallic thread in the bobbin if I can avoid it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. even if I'm doing freestanding lace, I usually make the reverse side just a matching color, you know, a mm -hmm. gray if I'm working with silver or. Yeah. Oh you know. yeah. Um, let's see. And there's like and there's, you can get a specific needle for yes. metallic thread. Like yes. invest if you are using that, it has like yes. the bigger eye, I believe. It yeah, it has a big eye mm -hmm. and like a, mm -hmm. I don't know, there's something about the uh, yeah. scarf, which is the the um, mm -hmm. dent in the back that um, is designed to keep friction down on metallic. Um, and so definitely use that if you are using, if you're embroidering with um, metallic thread and let me tell you the five dollars you'll spend on a pack of uh um, metallic needles will, is definitely worth the lack mm -hmm. of really huge annoying things um mm -hmm. i'm sorry that made no sense it 
you're going to be so less, so it's much less annoyed. It. It's worth it. You're, you're paying $5 to be less annoyed when your thread breaks a billion times is what I'm trying to say very badly. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think with machine embroidery, I think a, I had to learn about it a lot before I actually did it working with the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think all the special tools and stabilizers and everything can be a bit intimidating. Um, And I mean, and expensive. So I think for me, it was really important to just kind of get a baseline of knowledge, but then just not be afraid to get in there and mess up, make decisions Mm -hmm. on your own. Cause you do, you have, you kind of have to learn as you go and, and learn for yourself. And and maybe even learn your machine, like what Definitely, works for your machine and what doesn't. Every and, machine is different. Yeah, and it's so it's kind of like by the nature of it, a little bit of trial and Definitely. error. And yeah, I think it's that's just part of it. And I think that's true too for hand embroidery. Just to bring it around, that yeah, you know, it's yeah. a lot of it is is learning that muscle memory. Um, and that's oh, that's yeah. why I almost never do stuff that's not cross stitch because my cross stitch muscle memory is so strong that I have trouble doing it if I'm don't have those guiding points. Um, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, think exactly. About it, and so, which is yeah. great. So yeah, uh-huh. embroidery is awesome, and it can make uh, it can really add a lot to your me maids. Oh, yeah. I have a. I have a Ooh. purse that I put a, it's like a mandala, half a mandala. Um, and I love it. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a great way to like make money with your sewing, like just offering just totally. like monograms on things, just like a running, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, like a local, you know, kind of business, just putting embroidery on yeah. things, like personalizing things. Quick and gifts. Exactly. It's a yep. great way it's just so fun yeah so with um kind of the new team coming on to the creative machine uh embroidery uh magazine we have kimberly Payne who does the editorial coordination and sadie matter who does content creation like both within like as soon as they started working with the magazine both got embroidery machines they're like reading about like they're like this is just so cool and it's just it's experimenting yeah. and doing stuff with it like mm-hmm. learning and it's 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 such an amazing machine yes really. yeah mm-hmm. it really is yeah it's just so funny slash Flash yeah it, i mean technology machines it's an amazing piece of technology yeah. yeah it's just so funny it's like eventually if you're gonna like even just you know look at embroidery like be prepared to get a machine because like they're they're very cool yeah um if you're gonna mm-hmm. kind of engage with that content because it's yeah it's very cool yeah a lot of fun yeah it is yeah Yeah. all right shall we take a quick break and then come back with our sew inspo let's do yeah let's do it even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's talk so-inspo. I love this portion of the show, and I think... Mine might be about embroidery. That's <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you both have to say. Anybody want to kick us off? I'll kick us off. Um, I didn't really have anything coming in, but I want to find that little pin cushion and finish it. Oh, um, yeah. it, I've already Good done the embroidery. You. All it is is like four seams and some stuffing. I mean, <laughs> there's no reason for me not to do it. And I've been in a kind of a sewing slump. So I think that it would be a really great way to just get me to do something uh, you know a small sewing project that'll take me like 20 minutes yeah, yeah. and then I'll have accomplished something and maybe I can move on to accomplishing something else I love that yeah I'm sewing some maternity projects this week um for work and so they're just gonna be so fun I'm sewing like a sleep sack and um I'm you know Hacking a pair of regular jeans to make them maternity. So I'm just nice. going to be working on some like baby projects and we're putting together the nursery. So kind of, I realized I need a crib sheet. So, and I was looking online at like $60 for one crib sheet. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to measure my mattress, my crib mattress <laughs> and make one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. For sure. I'll be doing. <laughs> That sounds amazing. I don't really have anything new for this week, but I will say that after our fashion episode last time, um, I was really inspired by the the um, oh, denim yeah. mixing mm-hmm. trend. So I went on um, a little bit of a a denim vest bender. <laughs> um, I kind of hate that word, but there's really no other word to describe what was happening and I made a bunch of uh, pieced denim vests for my um, business side and like I I think a part of me was like I don't know if I can do this and have it be cool and not like too crunchy Mm -hmm. because I mean there's some things that I do for my business that feel crunchy I mean I'm I'm always flirting that line y'all y'all know how I roll yeah um it's is is it too crunchy I don't know but I think what I made was actually pretty cool and um and it was totally because of that episode I had had the idea the denim was literally sitting in a pile then we talked about that trend and I probably started it right Uh after the show as I as I do sometimes um so that was that was definitely a pretty quick like episode to finished item uh, cycle for me. Awesome. It was great. Very nice. cool. Nice. A denim vest bender. <laughs> I mean, I I've been kind of on a vest bender for a while. And um, and I think I I still have a few more ideas in my mind, but I think I'm I think I might move on and save them for the mm. fall. But Vests are kind of awesome. I love making vests now. They're quick. Um, it's like the perfect warm layer. And there's so many things you can do with them. So many different mm. styles. I don't know. I've never been comfortable wearing vests, but maybe I just haven't met the right one yet. Like even like outdoorsy mm-hmm. vests, like fleece vests no. or anything like that. See, I love that. Like, that's what I wear in my sewing room most of the time. I keep my arms free, but my core kind of warm. Um, yeah. It was. And the other thing, just side note, it made me like my older makes again. Oh. Because I was like, ooh, what will this vest, go- oh. will, will it go with this tunic I made four years ago? And like, so I was kind of having fun, like pairing it with different things. Um, so, and I had, I just had underestimated that. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's my plug, plug for vests. Vest. I, don't I know. think just my arm my arms specifically get cold. So I, I like vests for yeah. fashion, but I rarely wear them like in terms of like I'm cold, I'm gonna put on a vest. It's usually like a fashion layer. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well there's there's yeah. that too. 
if you if you need a, a crunchy denim vest mag for fashion yeah. i know, you know yeah no, I, I love them for fashion crunchy, crunchy fashion. fashion yeah crunchy no. fashion. yeah i like them nice i was like i just love vests with sleeves yes <laughs> i love vests with sleeves too <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> oh gosh well, on that note. <laughs> on that note, which on I'm making a note. note of in case we get around to making merch sometime soon because that I'm, sounds oh, that's hysterical. A good one. Um, yes. So thank you, everybody. This was an amazing mm-hmm. conversation. I hope that people learned a little bit from it. And um, yeah. maybe that sounds uh, patronizing. I don't know. I didn't mean it to. Um, I don't think that machine embroidery is as well known amongst well it's a niche Mm -hmm. it's it's more of a niche than sewing so and it can seem really intimidating too so i feel like if this inspires people to check it out heck i'm inspired to to, maybe i need to get a machine again and have some fun finally make some projects Uh for my kids so well you're always welcome to borrow mine if you want to it's a little bit of a drive but we can make it work (laughs) Oh, embroidery party. Love it. Embroidery party. Ooh. Tip and stitch. I like it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, We appreciate you. And until next time, let's sew. Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zeinard. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here dash we dash sew dash again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time.